ever dreaded something and when the day actually comes, you come to realize that it was stupid? You should not have been wasting all of your energy worrying about this because when it happened, when the day came, it turned out to be way better than what you were planning oh, yeah. on. Well, isn't that kind of what they say? The vast majority of your worry doesn't actually end up happening. Yeah, it's <laughs> like uh, 80%. And then the, and then, and then the yep. thing is, is the worrying about it didn't do any good anyway. Yeah. But we worry anyways. And then yesterday we saw Jacob, and for good reason, was quite worried about meeting his brother. And today we're going to see them meet. Yeah. So today is Tuesday, and it's April 4th. Yep. And uh, this is Between the Lines. Let's get started right away in verse 1 of chapter 33, Genesis 33, and I'll, I'll get started. Then Jacob looked up and saw Esau coming with his 400 men. He saw it, and I imagine even the fear then. So he divided the children among Leah, Rachel, and his two servant wives. So he was in this one group. He had divided the, the, his, all of his ex- family, extended family, and all of his wealth, and all of his servants, and all of it into two different groups. But now he... He has his wife in his group and his wives in his group, and he divides them up. Well, you think of the terror that he's feeling at this point. Oh, yeah. You have 401 men, and, and he's one saying, guy well, When they come him. after you, then you run. And you know, we've had some unhinged people before make threats to us, <laughs> and it can be like, oh, you know, yeah. just a little, like, You and I both have security weird. systems for a reason. Yeah, we, it's a little <laughs> weird, but, like, never have we had 400, over 400 guys staring us down. Uh-huh. It'd be terrifying. So verse 2, he put the servant wives and their children at the front, and Leah and her children next, and Rachel and Joseph last. Then Jacob went on ahead, and as he approached his brother, he bowed to the ground seven times before him. Then Esau ran to meet him and embraced him, threw his arms around his neck and kissed him, and they both wept. What a moment. That would be shocking. You read that, then Esau ran to meet him. You just imagine that scene as he's bolting toward Jacob, and Jacob's just embracing for a dagger in the gut. I wonder, well, yeah. You know? I guess I was wondering if they were running in slow motion. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it all depends on the look on his face, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but they embraced and wept. Verse 5, then Esau looked at the women and children and asked, Who are these people with you? These are the children God has graciously given to me, your servant, Jacob replied. Then the servant wives came forward with their children and bowed before him. Next came Leah with her children, and they bowed before him. Finally, Joseph and Rachel came forward and bowed before him. And what were all, what, and what were all the flocks and herds that I, uh, came, that, that I met as I came, Esau asked. Jacob replied, they are a gift, my Lord, to ensure your friendship. My brother, I have plenty, Esau answered. Keep what you have for yourself. But Jacob insisted, no, if I have found favor with you, please accept this gift from me. And what a relief to see your friendly smile. It is like seeing the face of God. You know, it's kind of cool with this because you do see Jacob's generosity. But we talked a bit last week, a couple weeks ago about Abraham's generosity. Mm -hmm. And there's something about generosity runs in a family, Mm -hmm. you know, um, when you have the father doing it, grandpa doing it, it just goes to the family. And it, mm-hmm. uh, for me, that's kind of convicting because it's like, I want my girls to be generous. Mm. I hope I'm yeah. generous. Yeah. And you see Jacob quite generous here. Verse 11, it says, Please take this gift I have brought to you, for God has been very gracious to me. I have more than enough. And because Jacob insisted, Esau finally accepted the gift. Well, Esau said, let's be going. I will lead the way. You know, we, we got to say something about this, though, because I can't help but think that there are people that are listening right now that have been struggling with reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's some out there who they've been estranged from. Yeah. And this is Jacob. I mean, he was estranged from Esau for how long and putting it off for years and years and yeah. years. 
I can't help but think that at this moment, he wished he would have done it many years oh, before. Oh, you know he did. I, we, I've had moments where I didn't have anything against anybody, but um, but they came to me because there was just an issue that I, I wasn't even aware of, and we talked about it. It's from years ago, and then afterwards they say, oh, that was so healing. I wish I would have done that a week after it happened. I was like, I wish you would have too because then you wouldn't have lived with that. Yeah, and actually you did this a couple of months ago. You told me about it. I don't, I, I don't recall anymore what the situation was, but it was – Somebody from way back, I think up in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. I had a, just like a childhood friend that just ended quite poorly. And I felt like maybe 30% of it was my fault. So I reached out and just said, I contributed to that. I'm sorry. And they came back. It was a healing thing for me. But it was a healing thing for them. But yeah, you're right. How many people do this? They have in-laws that they're just like, I hate seeing them at the family reunions. Or there's just people, siblings that aren't talking. Maybe today's the day where that all changes. Just because you read Genesis chapter 33 and you're like, I got to do the same thing. And it's time. It's it time. You, it's been too long. So yep. make that call. Jesus' followers have no business holding on to that. And Jesus said that himself. So verse 13. says, Jacob replied, you can see, my Lord, that some of the children are very young and the flocks and herds have their young too. If they're driven too hard, even for one day, all the animals could die. Please, my Lord, go ahead of your servant. We will follow slowly at a pace that is comfortable for the livestock and the children. I will meet you at Sarah. All right, Esau said, but at least let me assign some of my men to guide you and protect you. Jacob responded, no, that's not necessary. It's enough that you've received me warmly, my Lord. So Esau turned around and started back to Seir that, that same day. Jacob, on the other hand, traveled on to Succoth. There he built himself a house and made shelters for his livestock. That is why the place was named Succoth, which means shelters. Later, having traveled all the way from Padan Aram, Jacob arrived safely at the town of Shechem in the land of Canaan. There he set up camp outside the town. Jacob brought the plot of Jacob bought the plot of land where he camped from the family camped from the family of Hamor, the father of Shechem, for a hundred pieces of silver. And there he built an altar and named it El Eloha Israel. All right, so we'll pick up uh, in chapter 34 tomorrow, but let's get over to Proverbs. And uh, Proverbs, uh, you know, v- verse 8, we're, we're in Proverbs 4 and verse 8. We want to read, want you to read the whole entire chapter. A lot of good stuff in Proverbs chapter 4. But uh, verse 8, it simply says, and which I think is great for us to hear, if you prize wisdom, she will exalt you. Embrace her and she will honor you. So instead of focusing on being elevated and honored, you focus on being wise, doing the right thing, doing the wise thing, and all of the honor or elevation, any of that stuff, that'll simply take care of itself. Just focus on not making reactionary decisions because of your feelings, but instead thinking through problems to solve them and just do the right, the wise thing. Yeah. And that's where wisdom comes from, right? The fear of the Lord, which leads to doing that's the right thing. Just keep doing the right thing. That's the foundation and of that it. That is how you prize wisdom. So let's do that today. Today, you've got uh, Tuesday in front of you. Let's follow yeah. through on it and make it the best day that we and can. And here's wisdom. Reaching out to that person that you know you need to reach out to and making amends. I know you don't want to do it, but that's wis- That's the right thing to do. That's what God wants you to do. That's how you prize wisdom today. So do it today. And if you do it, hey, we'd love to hear about it. Send us an email. Absolutely. Let us know. Uh, that encourages us. Let us know what happened. Uh, we'd, love, we'd, love to, uh, we'd love to read that. Otherwise, see you tomorrow.